Welcome to the Puzzle is Real podcast, where we will be discussing faith, family, and relationships. Hosted by Matt and Melissa Pisani. This is the Puzzle is Real podcast. When you know, you know. All right, welcome back to the Puzzle is Real. I'm Matt Pisani and my wife Melissa here today. And this is a podcast specifically about family, relationships, and faith. But in that, we're going to have some guests in the future. There's going to be a lot of fun, and we hope that you're getting a lot out of it, and hopefully you'll share it with someone that needs encouragement or inspiration today. So the last couple episodes, we talked about taking the filter off. We talked about when you know, you know, and we even talked a lot about how we met and our relationship. And again, we have this story of going on a blind date, getting engaged in four months. I mean, getting engaged in four weeks. See, I'm already forgetting. I feel like I've been with you forever. And we got married in six months. So engaged in four weeks, married in six months. We've been married for almost five years. And we've been traveling around the country to different countries. We've done a lot of different things to encourage and help others in the midst of maybe even our own struggles with different things that we're still walking through as far as just being works in progress. So we hope that our vulnerability will help you through whatever phase you're in, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're remarried, whether you're just trying to figure out life with a career, um, whatever it is, we're here. And we want to talk about tonight social distancing. With everything going on with COVID-19, social distancing has become a physical part of life. It's the new norm. And one of the things I've been thinking about is, man, how hard is it to even go to the supermarket right now? Like I went the other day to get us food because Melissa is still waiting to have our second baby here and she's due any minute. So this could happen while we're on the podcast and we'll just bring this whole device to the hospital and just keep it going. No, but I went and they had stickers on the tiles going towards the registers and it had said six feet, please keep six feet away from one another. And they were spaced out six feet. And it was a single line waiting to go to registers. And then there was a manager that was waving us to whatever designated register was open. And check this out. There was literally a person at the register with almost like a glass window up against where the debit card machine was. So just to protect the person that was working and scanning the food. And you weren't allowed to put your food on the conveyor belt and the person ahead of you was able to pay for their groceries and then leave. So social distancing is a real, real thing. But it made us start thinking about how we've tried to create social distance within our lives. So important. And we just want to share a couple of strategies tonight, some takeaways, some things that can help you with social distancing, things that you might need to do physically to pivot away from behaviors that derail you and detract you from your family, from conversation, from being present, and even just being personable, and maybe even falling into addiction with social media or other areas of socializing or relationship. I to put everything into perspective for us, and I know for me, it's kind of been a blessing in a way because it's been a time where I can refocus and kind of do the things that I've wanted to do, but I've pushed off because I haven't had the time, but One thing that we have tried implementing even before the social distancing was closed on Sundays. 
Hey, Kanye, <laughs> if you've heard the song. Ooh, ooh. But on Sundays, you know, we really wanted that to be a family day. So no social media, you know, no work stuff. We really just wanted to be present with one another. And also we're parents now. So our little one, she's two. We want her to see that we're being intentional with one another and that we have boundaries and that nothing is going to come before our family. So that's one thing. So I know that we're all, you know, glued to our phones, but maybe just think about putting the phone down for a couple hours a day or making sure dinner time is an intentional time where you can talk to your spouse or your family or your roommate or, you know, your sibling, whoever it is that you take that time to distance yourself from the distractions of the world and to really focus on what's in front of you. Because I think as a society, we've kind of gotten away from calling each other on the phone and saying, hey, let's meet up real quick. It's like, hey, let me text you. Let me Facebook you. Let me DM you. But it's just, it's missing that like personal touch. So that's our heart for that. And, you know, we really just want to encourage you guys to put boundaries even with work and things like that. You know, when I get home from work, I'll check a couple emails when I get home, but once it hits like six o'clock, I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. No more work stuff. It can wait until tomorrow. You know, and Matt has other tactics as well that he'll share and he'll go into a few more things, but, um, I hope that's an encouragement to you guys and that you take that to heart and look at your life and see how you can distance yourself from things that could be distracting you from, um, just something that could be a blessing that you're missing out on. You know, even with the texting and just the the friendships, you can sometimes get into a text dialogue with certain friends. And I've learned that, you know what, eventually you have to be like, hey, when can we just meet up and get coffee or hang out, whatever it is, to have FaceTime, physical FaceTime, instead of just these long-winded texts. And then you never get to see that person and you just assume they're doing well. Or it could be through social media, right? Someone direct messages you, and you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's doing so great. And you have now checked that off as communicating and catching up with someone when you haven't verbally heard their voice and been able to actually physically maybe even see their countenance. So it's really important that we sometimes turn off the social media app and maybe turn on your phone to actually call and contact the person and schedule time to physically hang out make the time for people that maybe wouldn't believe that you want to spend time with them. In other words, oh, they must be busy. They have kids. Or, oh, I know they're probably busy because they're working a lot. Don't assume that they're social distancing themselves from you because they're busy. In other words, wow, we just flipped it, right? Like sometimes there's this distance between us socializing with good friends or family because we just assume they're super busy. And then you hit them up and they're like, wow, well, I was just in the backyard. I, I'm so glad you called. I was just doing some things around the house. Or maybe they just had no plans that day and you actually get to connect with them spontaneously. Wouldn't that be cool? So that's really important to me is that you sometimes disconnect from even the, the text-a-thon and you get it locked in with real FaceTime. The other thing with work that I've learned is you got to put your phone on airplane mode at night. You can't allow that phone to just ding off and now you're checking it, you know, put it upstairs, put it away from where you are with the family and check it in the morning. There's nothing that's that urgent that is going to get resolved at 11 p.m. So the airplane mode, you can still have your Wi-Fi if you want, just so you can like, I don't know, skim the weather app to check the weather, whatever it is. But you don't need to have it on throughout the night unless it's a job that 
has some type of emergency need, whether in law enforcement or, you know, maybe you work in healthcare. But for most of us, airplane mode is fine until the morning, especially if you have a old school landline for family to reach if it was an emergency in that specific scenario. So I just encourage everybody to create these healthy boundaries. You're not missing out. You want to be present with your family and friends, and you don't want to feel like you're addicted to your phone. So the social distancing aspect for me is always a, a battle and a reminder. And I know even Melissa has reminded me at times to get off the cell phone when I am at home if it is something that is just, you know, secondary. And Mercy is trying to get my attention. And sometimes even Melissa, we have to prompt each other, like, hey, you're on your phone. And in a cool way, we redirect each other. We put the phone down and it's done. And it's the same thing with television. You know, part of our closed on Sunday routine is not to have the TV on all day. In fact, we've made sure that we only have a television in one area of the house, specifically so that we can have another area of the house to just have family time, have conversations, have people over. And it's created this healthy balance to go through the day and not just rely on TV and media to fulfill us and to fill us up. So the social distancing and even the distancing between the media helps us to be social with one another. Yeah, and even, you know, when you are posting and you are sharing some personal things on, you know, your social media accounts, Matt and I kind of were in agreement with, you know, even our relationship, even though our relationship is great and and we would love to share it with everyone and we're doing that now through our podcast, but, you know, sometimes to keep some things personal because things are personal and, you know, they should be treasured and doesn't need to be out there to say, hey, look at me, look how great my life is and how great my relationship is. And even for our daughter, you know, we think that she's the most amazing thing in the world, but we haven't really put her out there on social media because we just want to keep some things private and something sacred. So I know a lot of people give us a hard time about it, but it's just something that we both decided, hey, this is important. We really want to keep the integrity of our relationship and, you know, our family life, just because we do, um, we have clean slate living and we'll talk about that in future episodes, which is a nonprofit. And so we're kind of out there exposing ourselves in so many different areas that, you know, sometimes our personal lives and our personal relationships, we want to keep personal just to (laughs) keep the integrity of it. And, um, so I don't know, I guess this could be some prompting for some of you, to take a look at what you are posting and what really needs to be out there. And, you know, we've kind of, or I know for me, Matt too, um, you know, I've kind of gone the encouraging route where instead of me posting about something about myself, it's like, hey, how can I glorify someone else? Or how can I, um, you know, encourage somebody or, you know, prompt a conversation by asking a question and not making it so self-focused? Because I think our society, we're so self-focused and we're so selfie you know, focus where it's like, oh, look at me. And then you're putting this filter on, as we talked about in previous episodes. It's like, just show people who you are, but you don't have to put on this front and always put things out there for people to see and think that your life is so great because maybe it's not that great and you're hurting. And, And if you are in that situation, then reach out to someone and ask them to listen to you or, um, I don't know, there's other ways of doing it than just putting yourself out there on social media. Yeah, and I think lastly, one of the things that we want to talk about with social distance is 
the relationship maybe that could be toxic, you know, or just codependent. Sometimes you have to just create a healthy boundary and distance with people and friends that might just consume too much time and energy. And it could even be just um, a one-sided thing where you just are constantly pouring into somebody and they're needing more and more of your time and it could become even a counseling session. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh man, this person's depending and relying on me. And that could create a lot of pressure and stress on your family, on your marriage, or even being single so that you can pursue the things that you need to pursue day-to-day priorities and, and things that maybe you're trying to achieve. So just be sensitive and open to that with people. It doesn't mean you cut people off, but obviously you got to create healthy boundaries and redirect them and say, hey, I, I can't be your person, you know? And I know even for me, being drug and alcohol free now for several years, one of the things I did with certain friends that I just used to party with was I just said, hey, I love you guys. I'll hang out with you, but I can't be going to the bars all the time or I can't be just in these certain settings because that's not the type of lifestyle that I live anymore. And, you know, little by little, certain people will drift away and that's okay. It doesn't mean you don't love them or care about them. It just means that they're in a different phase of life than you are. And maybe as seasons shift, you may reunite with people and be able to redirect them, but it's okay to create a social distance from certain people that aren't walking in the same lane as you and aren't going after the same things. A lot of people that are like-minded tend to roll together. I know a lot of our friends either work with us through Clean Slate, the nonprofit, or they are attending our church, they're part of our community there, or they're our family members, or they're people that we grew up with since we were kids, and they just, you know, those unique relationships, Melissa and I have been blessed with, with people that We've known for over 20-something years, and we love them. And even though we don't get to see them every day, when we do spend time, it's priceless. So again, social distancing on many levels, and we hope to eventually do a part two to this because there's more that we can talk about in the future that I think can help people with strategies to just, again, create a healthy balance in your day-to-day life. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. We really hope that you've gotten some good nuggets from what we've been sharing, and we look forward to sharing even more with you on our next episode. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, share, and if you'd like, please comment. We love comments, and we look forward to sharing more with you soon. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Puzzle is Real podcast. Please subscribe today and share with a friend. See you soon.